0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: All right, Chime Time, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. I will get to uh, the Celtics here in a second. We'll get to the NHL. We'll get to Major League Baseball. And a whole lot more. Good morning, Chris Scheim. How are you doing, buddy?
0: Good morning, Mud. I am doing wonderful today. It's a great day here in Paradise, you know.
1: Uh, really is great day in Paradise where you sat down to do the podcast. You did your four hours, really six hours of work yep. this morning. You get there early. You get the the show prep for the Hollywood crew there at the Cape. Uh, you have to sit and just slum it back here in studio while they're sunning and funning at the Cape all day. Um, and then you sit down to do the podcast at ten fifteen. And John Anderson is taking shots at you on the Gresham Keith show. That's unfair. Yeah,
0: taking shots at me during his trending, saying I broke the printer and that this is his podcast with Mutt, which uh, is not – I don't believe he's been on a single episode of uh, BetQL Boston, if that's, if that's correct, I think.
1: Checks notes, uh, almost 30 episodes in. No John Anderson. Dick Girardi, one. Ryan Hannibal, one. John Anderson, zero. Uh, that's right. Zero uh, It's
0: One of us is the prince of pucks. The other is the prince of poopy pants. So. ha! Uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I, if he wants to take take veiled shots over there during his trending, that's fine.
1: I'll say this. I'll give you credit for the line. You said, if we want to gamble on what we'll have John on the podcast,
0: uh, <laughs> if we want to gamble on Coldplay shows or who's going to poop their pants, we call
1: John. <laughs> and I said, how about awkward uh, conversations in a bar with a woman? Yes, uh, that also would be, uh,
0: be actually. You can tie together <laughs> awkward conversations with a woman and pooping yourself in public. Uh, those, and, those go hand in hand. Actually, by the way,
1: and Coldplay, like all three oh, at yeah, once. That's true. That's the three-teamer. Holy That's trust. the Anderson three-teamer. Cold play, poop in your pants, awkward conversations with the females. Uh, John will be on here at some point, as will Lucy Burge in the cast of thousands. Because trust me, after the NBA season, the NHL season, when it's just baseball and NFL futures, we'll have plenty of guests here on oh, this yeah. podcast. We'll that is a, a, a lot of friends will be part of the podcast going forward. I want. We'll start with uh, the NBA here in a second, because I, I have an announcement to make on the NBA Finals here. Um, Looking at the uh, show account, uh, the Twitter account called Sports TV Ratings. Just minutes ago tweeting out, Game 2 Celtics Warriors, uh, 11.9 million viewers on uh, ABC. Down from 2019's 14 million for Game 2. And the least watched Game 2 on a normal schedule since 2007. Where the Spurs and Cavs drew 8.5 million. I understand that, that I think TV ratings are, are fractured now, Shime, and maybe they're not capturing the same audience because they're not looking at streaming and stuff like that. I, I wouldn't pretend to know exactly how it works. I know on radio, ratings are hot garbage as far as the way they do it. I mean, they're they're accurate, they tell the story who's listening, but they are nowhere near perfect. Um, I, I don't know what this means other than I was wrong. I, I felt like this was like a really good on-paper series that people would be interested in, at least based on just raw TV ratings, I would say lowest rating since 2007 for a game 2 is not what I expected in these NBA Finals.
0: Yeah, and neither did I. And we talked about it a lot on the morning show. Uh Curtis mentioned how this was like the ideal matchup for yeah. the NBA, right? Like you get you get Golden State and Boston to massive markets. Uh, this should be like the best rating games in years and they're not even close. They're they're actually the complete opposite. So it's kind of surprising to me. Uh I'm not really sure what it is. I don't know if it's Tied into the fouls and the flopping, or if it's just kind of the the cord cutting thing too. So so that's not an accurate measurement. I don't really know uh, what it is. I just know I'm enjoying the series at least
1: for now, and uh, hopefully the Celtics can uh, win. It's compelling. It's got Steph Curry. It's got the Warriors. Has the Celtics? I I don't get it. And there's no real comp to last year because we were still in the the the, the conference, not even conference finals. I think we were just in the playoffs because everything was pushed back. Uh, because it was, it was first round one and round two at this time last year so there's really no fair comparison it was still by far the most watched sporting event uh you know of the week as far as uh, sports go i'm just trying to look at like household reigning. like the rangers carolina game 7 uh and was it even game 7 i'm not i it looks like it did like a 143 nascar did a 147 uh pga on sunday did a 143 so i mean it still destroys everything else fox saturday baseball got a, just over a 1 so, like, they're they're still crushing everything else, but yeah, I I, I don't know. Uh, are you? I forget. Are you a cord cutter or are you a cable guy?
0: Sean? Uh, I'm a cord cutter. I have been a cord cutter now for uh, a handful of years.
1: Yeah, so I don't even know how that works. Canile's. I, I I'm not going to pretend to know. I I would just say, like, my overall reaction was, I'm surprised that more people aren't watching the series.
0: Yeah, That's I am I as well. I, you would assume just, I, and I I mean. At least from an East Coast standpoint, the 9 p.m. start time doesn't help. But, you know, that's me. I, I guess out west it's a 6 p.m. start time, so it's good for them. But I
1: don't know. Yeah, I mean, game, one, game one had a slightly lower rating than game two. Uh, So t- game two was upticked a little bit. But I, I'm I'm surprised. We'll see if the thing goes. I'm with you. I, I think the East Coast start time is terrible. I can see as a casual fan maybe not wanting to stay up and invest your time in that. But certainly we've been doing it. and We have a Game 3 tomorrow. With that mind shine before we get into the NHL and the Red Sox. We'll start with the Celtics. Uh, the betting continues to come in pretty similar to yesterday. Uh, although Celtics are taking more money today. Celtics are now... Almost 60% of the bets as it relates to uh, the spread. Still minus three and a half shy. Uh, 60% of the bets right now on the uh, Golden State money line. Again, plus 140. 65% of the bets on the under at two twelve and a half. It's as low as 212 in a couple of places. I am uh, scheduled to drive to New Hampshire here after we talk in the podcast. And I am leaning towards uh, locking in the Celtics series price for the, to win the series. Officially after two games. Uh, I'll give you my three reasons why and you can react to it. Number one, Emei okay. Yudoka. I think he's proven in these playoffs that uh, he gets better as the series go on. I believe in his adjustments. I believe they'll do the right things. They'll start to double Steph Curry more off those screens. I think they'll make things harder on other guys on Golden State not named Steph Curry, and they'll do a better job on Steph Curry. So um, I I like the Ime yudoka factor. The Celtics on the road, their next road win will be the most road wins all time by a playoff team. I think they're going to get a road win at some point here in this series. Uh, and they've proven they can win on the road, so I'm not worried about that. They got their split that I was looking for. And in that split, I didn't see anything which made me say, boy, I'm worried about this team going forward. And number three is Klay Thompson. I I don't think he's healthy. I don't think he's there right now. I, the fact he stayed in that fourth quarter to get shots up for Steve Kerr and a blowout win was just like, oh, my God, let's do anything to try to get this guy going. And if I believe in Emey and the defense adjusting to Steph Curry and I have to trust other guys like Draymond and Klay Thompson and Jordan Poole to carry them – I don't believe it. I actually like the Celtics role players better. Way if you better. Take out, yep. If you take out Tatum and Curry, and he asked me to pick the, the, the group after that, I'm taking the Celtics. And we had a caller say the Celtics were deeper before the series, and I sort of laughed them off. It turns out through two games, I agree with that. So for those three reasons, Ime, Celtics record on the road, and Klay Thompson, I think I'm ready to b- dive in on Celtics minus 105 to win the series. Your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I like it. I, I wish it was a little bit better value, but at this point, it, I understand why it's minus 105. Uh, I, I, I think the Celtics are going to win this series. I said it before the series started. I had Celtics in six. I am sticking to it. I'm not budging. I, I, I like the Celtics. I think you're absolutely right. When you look at the role players, everybody after the one superstar, the Celtics are just better. I, I, I Clay Thompson is a shell of what he used to be. I think Draymond has an impact on the game, sure, but I, he's not going to change anything. He's not a game. He's not he, He's not a threat to go for 30 or 40 in a night, like ever. It's not. It just won't no. happen the way he plays. And so then what What am I looking at? I'm scared of Jordan Poole, who if, if he's on offense, he, that means he's also playing defense, and he stinks on defense. So it's like – and then I guess Andrew Wiggins is, is a role player. He's pretty good. I like him. I don't love him. So I, I look at the Celtics roster, and I like it just better after Tatum. Then I, then I like Golden State's after Curry, and, and I think that's a big reason for me. Again, this team does not lose back-to-back games. You're right. Email Doka gets them up four games after big losses. Uh, do they have mental lapses after coming off wins? Yeah, they do, but they re- immediately rebound, and, and so I, I think you'll see that in Game 3 and a lot in this series. So I am with you. I am on the Celtics. Uh, I, I like the Celtics' series bet as well.
1: I don't have a series bet right now, so that's why I'm, I'm trying to talk to this right now. And I, I bring it up because, 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 because. Uh, actually looking at their price, it's moved from yesterday. It was minus 105 yesterday. It's down to minus 115. So if I want to bet the Celtics minus 115, you want to bet the Warriors, it's minus 105. Um, The MVP price right now, Steph Curry's even money. Jason Tatum plus 115. Uh, My guy Marcus Martin now 70 to 1. I have 40 to 1, so that price is not as good as what you can get if you waited two games. Um, Am I better off betting the series price at minus 115 or betting on Jason Tatum to win the MVP at plus one fifteen. This is why I wanted to bring this up as part of the talking point today.
0: Um, I I think it's I I think you're probably better off betting Tatum, right? I I just don't see a world in which Tatum, if the Celtics win, Tatum isn't the MVP. I guess it would it, the, that world would involve Jalen Brown having excellent. Absolutely exceptional game, 3, 4, and 5 all in a row. And
1: by the way, he's the only other player under 10-1 to 1 for the MVP. He's 9-1. to 1. Marcus Smart at 70-1 is the next lowest odds.
0: Yeah, so I mean, theoretically, you could, for the price of what you pay for the Celtics series, right, you could take that money and put it on Tatum and sprinkle a little on Jalen Brown just in case, right, to cover your ass. Uh, because you're going to hit at such a high rate on that right now anyways. So... I think yeah, I can hedge. The, I, I
1: can I can wait it too. I wouldn't if I would if I did that, I wouldn't bet Tatum and Brown the same. I bet more yes. on Tatum and less on Brown. Exactly. So, I'd so like it for if, Tatum. You, yeah. if you're
0: gonna bet a unit on the Celtics to win the series, maybe you're better off betting three quarters of a unit on Tatum and a quarter on on Jalen Brown because I think in in, in every world those are the only two Celtics that can win the MVP at this point, right? I just I don't yeah. I mean, game and, two, and, and, Marcus and, 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 Smart seems unrealistic. Al Horford seems unrealistic. So it really boils down to Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum,
1: and I have Marcus Smart at forty-five and fifty to one on a yeah. couple of small bets. So I'm already I'm basically covered there. Exactly. If that comes home, I'm going to be you know covered. The Celtics. You know, it, it's, know, that seems very unlikely at this point, even yeah. at seventy to one. So I just, I would assume I, Derek. Would, by the way, Derek White. I, I was talking about this last night on the air. Like Derek White played more than Marcus Smart in game two. Like I don't yeah. know what's going on there, but like he's losing minutes to Derek White all of a sudden, which is weird.
0: Yeah, it is very weird. But that's why I think I think if you're going to bet the Celtics series, you may as well just bet Tatum and Brown to win MVP at that point.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm torn because I I would be really annoyed if the the Tatum sho- this is the, this is this is why I'm not going all in on Tatum MVP. If we're being completely honest, the to- the the Tatum shoulder injury uh something that Greg said in his show yesterday saying sources told him that it's some sort of slight tear in there mm-hmm. like is there some sort of scenario where Tatum ends up missing a game cuz of the shoulder and then you know Brown is like by default the guy or they end up winning this that that scene. Which is but then
0: but that's why I'm saying like if you're going to bet Celtic series you might as well just bet Tatum and Brown do so if you if you're betting $100 to win what is it 95 yeah on the series why not just bet twenty on Brown to win one hundred and sixty? Like it's uh, you're betting twenty on Brown and then eighty on Tatum to win ninety five
1: plus <laughs> at plus money. So I'm getting the I'm getting the same bet.
0: Yes, you're getting, getting the same bet for twenty dollars cheaper uh, or twenty five dollars cheaper on
1: Tatum. And I have two outs instead of just one.
0: Exactly, you have multiple outs because you already have smart. So you're already invested there. If you put you literally only have to put twenty dollars on Jalen Brown and you cash out one hundred and sixty. If it hits. So it's like in, in that scenario, if you're only betting 100, theoretically,
1: for those no, out there. Only 100? Come on, this is a small time gambling show, only 100. No, 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 I'm that's a lot you. of money for me, Sean. I'm a nighttime radio host who's got
0: give me a break. Yeah, but we've done really well in the NHL. That's all. No, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> oh, you want to get to the NHL? You want to go there next?
0: <laughs> no, I'm just saying, to the, in a hypothetical world, if you're betting 100, it just makes more sense to bet Tatum and Brown than it does to put 100 on the Celtics to win the series.
1: This is why I talked through this with you. Okay, I, did not, I, yeah. I wrote this down. I, I didn't want That's to even smart. talk— I didn't want to think about it by myself. I wanted somebody else. This is why we do this podcast. I got you. I'd be texting with you about this anyway. So uh, that's where I'm leaning right now. I'll have a fish. I'm not going to wait till tomorrow. I've kind of determined
0: too that that is our podcast now is it's just whatever you and I would be texting about when it comes to gambling is just we just bring it on the air and it's great. I mean, I, we're not.
1: Yeah, this is not rocket science. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you follow follow Brian Barrett, if you want like advanced metrics, yeah, if you want uh, models on and,
0: and computer no, metrics, man. go go to Barrett.
1: That's a whole other man. That's a different conversation. But I've been I've been looking into it. Our, our, my buddy Matt Bernier, who uh, you know, works for NBC, does horse racing for them, but it re- really does a lot of work for uh, NBC Sports Edge now. Like he is he is he went back to school, got his degree. And he now models out the NHL, like and he models out the, the NFL. Like and I'm, I'm, I'm been asking him because who knows, who knows what the future holds, Sean. But it might be my, my you, know, for, you never know, we'll see. We'll see it out. But radio's a crazy business. So <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I'm not modeling yet, but I, I get a lot of smart people are doing it, uh, including Matt, including uh, uh, Ken Barkley from uh, You Better You Bet talks about his modeling on his show in the afternoons with Costos. So uh, that's where I am right now. I'm driving to New Hampshire. Uh, to place maybe a couple golf futures, but I want to get my NBA bets in for tomorrow uh, for Game 3. Anything else on Game 3? I will tell you this. Our buddy John Ewing, while we're talking about this, a BetMGM, co-worker of Ryan Hannibal, said that Clay Thompson right now, his total for Game 3 is 19.5, which by the way is what it was in Game 2. I bet the over was a big loser.
0: Yeah, that should be, that's he, way too
1: high. He's currently the most bet prop on Bet MGM, and 60% of the bets shime. On the under. I like where people are going good, with this. Good job, they, Public. Way to be they're, smart. I, they're right, aren't they? 100% they're right. About they're
0: that. right. Clay Thompson is not scoring 20 washed. points. It's he not happening. Washed. He'll be lucky to score 10.
1: He looks washed. Uh, yep. This will also be Wednesday. I, I'll just mention this because we'll handicap the game more in the props tomorrow. Um, three and a half would be, the right now The three and a half. Biggest underdog the Warriors have been under Steve Kerr. They've never been a three and a half point dog during his uh, playoff runs. They are two and three as underdogs, so it's not some sort of lock or anything else. But it's looking like tomorrow night at the Garden, Game Three, three and a half largest dog Steve Kerr and the Warriors have been during their run. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's worth it.
0: yeah. I it's I I don't know it's cool. It's the biggest dog they've been. It's, the Celtics <laughs> are the best team they've faced too, so it it makes sense that they that they would at home make Golden State such a big dog.
1: Well, All it's right, not so, even that
0: big. Three and a half is not. No, a big but number. for
1: that, I just said for that. That's how dominant they have been during their run in 2015. They're favored in every game, home and away.
0: Yeah, that's just kind
1: of crazy. And look, they're they're a good team. Jordan Poole's pretty good. Steph Curry's been awesome. I I think the Celtics will have something for him defensively in Game Three. Hopefully, they do because if they don't, they may end up losing this series, and the Tatum bets and the Celtics bets might be trash. Uh, anyway, you can subscribe to our podcast, iTunes, Spotify, and Odyssey. Where you're listening to right now is a good opportunity for you to subscribe. Uh, get, tell the people about the feed. Tweet about the feed. Let people know. Huge help to us. We do it free Monday through Sunday, seven days a week. All we ask you to do is subscribe and help us uh, give some word of mouth and let people know this is going on a daily Boston sports betting podcast uh, here on uh, the Odyssey app and on iTunes and on Spotify. You just bragged about the Prince of Pucks and I have to say that you lost last night. You had the Avalanche, but right team, just puck line, the and the that did line, not yeah. happen. Yeah,
0: I, I, I mean, I went to bed and it was one nothing Avalanche. I'm like, ah, oh, this is great, this is golden. lock it in. And then I woke up and, and they won six to five in overtime. I watched down, more
1: of the game than you did. I got after home going from work down three to one. <laughs> it was it was wild. Game. I was like, well, Edmonton's at home. They're finally going to get a game here. The Edmonton backers were all fired up on social media. And then Mike Smith let in two atrocious goals. Yeah. Mike Smith. And it was four four. That's he's why not, the
0: Oilers lost this series, by the way. He's it's, not good. They I think Bucci might have tweeted this. They're like the first team in NHL history to have lost three games in the playoffs when scoring more than five or five or more goals in a game. Like wow. it's it's wild because they lost to Calgary eight to six. They lost to the Avalanche, seven to five, or eight to six again. And then uh and then this last game against the Avalanche, they lose six to five in overtime. So, uh, I mean, Mike Smith is clearly the issue there in Edmonton, not the offense. But with that being said, we were, I mean, Avalanche are going to win the Cup.
1: You've been on the ass for a while, uh, yeah. so it's, not a huge surprise this there. This has been
0: an easy read for me. I told you yesterday they were going to win. I picked the puck line because I was a little more confident than I should have been. Uh, probably, and, and I mean, I would have lost even if I had said in regulation, right? They win in overtime. Yeah, that's way So, three-way. no matter what, unless you went straight up Avs money line, good for you. Uh, uh, but I had the right team, just the wrong play, and, that, and that's fine. That's going to happen.
1: The right team and the right play is the lightning in the series, baby. I'm the biggest Tampa Bay fan in Chelmsford, Massachusetts. I bought in at the at the absolute uh, bottom of that price at plus 210. Uh, they win. uh get that late goal the other day. It is game four tonight. I'm looking for another win, Chris Scheim. Where do you want to lean? I suspect you'll be on Tampa tonight in game four.
0: Uh, I am not. I am not. Be- what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> No, Damn it! I Cancel the you, bets! Hold on. I told you I was too far invested already in Tampa to win the series.
1: Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, I- I'm
0: right. not going to then double down again in a game four, which isn't <laughs> like the series determining game. So gotcha. instead, I have a prop for you tonight. Okay. I'm going to go Mika Zabanajad over a half of a power play point. This guy has been a machine, an absolute monster for the Rangers. Uh, I believe he has points in eight of the last nine games for the Rangers and power play points in like five of those, uh, nine. Whew. So I, and you're getting it at plus plus one fifty on a, over a half a power play point for Mika Zibanejad. If, if that's, here's the thing about Zibanejad. If the Rangers go on the power play, the, the offense on the power play basically moves through Zibanejad. He is so, so good. He plays in that Ovechkin spot right over the dot, uh, right at the top of the circle there. And, He's, he, he has a tremendous slap shot on a one-timer, and he, him and Kreider are so good together. Uh, it was I want to say it was the, the first game of the series. Zabanajad takes a, an absolute ripper of a slap shot, go, misses, goes around the board. Come, the puck comes back to him, gets passed back to him. I want to say it was Adam Fox. And instead of taking the full-on slap again, he winds up, and it's a slap pass, and Kreider stands there alone in the net, easy little tip-in, Vasilevsky doesn't stand a chance. That is so likely to happen. Mika Zibanejad is so good at seeing that. His vision is tremendous. He's a fantastic, fantastic power play player. So I am going over on Zibanejad points on the power play uh, at over a half a point at plus 150.
1: Are you like closetly now looting, rooting for the Rangers because your girlfriend's a Rangers fan? No, 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 no. What's happened? If you bailed on this bet and your take, this no, is going to really I annoy just, me.
0: No, so no, 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 that's not it at all. I, oh, I sure. just know where the Rangers offense comes from. I understand. I now understand how they play better. I think, and so. The issue is is determining exactly who's going to score for Tampa is hard because uh, one night I'll pick Stamkos, it'll be Kucherov. One night I'll pick Kucherov, it'll be Stamkos or, or Kalorin or, or something like that. and Or Nick Paul will have a random two-goal game, and that'll screw me. So uh, instead, I have a better understanding of how the Rangers' offense works. I know they will score because Vasilevsky has not been uh, as good as in previous series so far. So I am going to go as a Zibanejad over a half power play point because that is the bet I feel most confident in.
1: All right. So you'll be, I guess, kind of rooting for the Rangers tonight? No,
0: nope. I'm just of. rooting for goals and a Tampa win. That's what I'm rooting for.
1: <sighs> Your girlfriend's going to be so proud. So oh, no. proud Stop of you. It. Honey, way to go on Savannah. Stop Jad. it. Way to place that bet. Stop!
0: I still have all of these bets on the Lightning. Hashtag, ha-
1: hashtag shine ban- bailed on Tampa Bay. Oh, that's, my God. That's Stop the it. Stop it. Uh, Red Sox win last night. Mutt's big bet was a winner on the broadcast. We had uh, one and a half uh, total bases over J.D. Martinez at plus money. He had two hits, so we cashed there pretty easily. How about Michael Walker? Complete game. Shut three out, shine One-nothing Celtics. Uh, Red Sox win.
0: Spin in an absolute jam. I was very much sleeping at that point. Uh, but great job by Waka. Looks good. Sox now have had, what, three complete games in the last month? So, I mean, pitching's doing three something. Three in the last right.
1: month, two in their last five games. Their throwback. Their throwback team right now. They needed that good effort because they got one run. They got yep. their, their first run they scored in the third inning was great base running by Verdugo and Carlos Fable is having the balls to send him. So they get the win. The the Angels are reeling. They're 0 12 in their last twelve. Angels, not the Rangers, sorry. Um you will have tonight you will get the pitching matchup of I just did this. This is, my short term memory is so dead. This is I just did this. <laughs> I was up at 7.30. Yeah, it's Garrett,
0: Garrett Whitlock it's ga- is going
1: for the Sox. It's Garrett Whitlock for the Red Sox. Reed Detmers for the Angels. Reed Detmers threw a no-hitter uh, back in May against the Rays. Since then, they have lost three ga- all three starts. He has not had a decision or a win since then. He's not good against righty, Shime and Trevor Story's had good success against him. We're going to punch the Trevor Story prop bets tonight. Uh, we're going to go over one and a half total bases. And if you're feeling frisky, this is not official bet. But maybe you had a good night last night. You bet the A's. You cashed an A's series price. I would not be, would not be completely embarrassed by somebody saying they bet a Trevor Story home run prop tonight. He is okay. he is due. He is due tonight. And the odds, I think, I'm going to update them here. Uh, there Vandal was five. Doesn't games. even have
0: the Sox game up.
1: There's five games in baseball last night, and there's like ten thousand times double headers, uh, which will be great for daily fantasy. Uh, where is the Sox? Who else doesn't have the Sox game up right now?
0: DK. Yeah, it's I don't know why did something happen? Are we missing
1: something? Reed Detmers versus going and Garrett Whitlock's. I, I I see I see nothing.
0: Okay, well when it comes back up, take a look at the Trevor Story <laughs> home run pop.
1: If it looks good, go listed ahead. pitcher. There's nothing. What nothing. Am I missing? Not a single thing. I don't know. I, I guess the only thing potentially could be like, are they firing Joe Madden today? They've lost uh, twelve maybe. in a row. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. They're, you're right. That's not up there yet. But uh, Trevor's story is likely to be my push uh, on Mutt's big bet tonight. We're now 16-11. and 11. We're getting hot there, so we're going to push Trevor's story tonight. And right-handed batter props. Do not use the lefties against Reed Detmers. Go with the right-handed bats, and the Red Sox have won four in a row. Uh, the Angels stink, so if you want to bet the Red Sox too, I'd be okay with that. What else, Chime? Anything else you want to tell the people before we get out of here on a beautiful Thursday, uh, Tuesday morning?
0: Make Thursday. sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever yeah. you listen to the podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify, the Odyssey app. Those are the three best places. Those are also the three easiest places to follow the pod. Uh, please do subscribe. Tweet at us. Send us your winning picks, your losing picks, whatever you want to do. Uh, just let us know you're listening. We we, we we love We love that you're listening, so we want to hear about it.
1: Uh, Some golf thoughts tomorrow. We'll have a full Game 3 analysis of the Celtics and the Warriors NBA Finals. Uh, We booked out Hannibal for next week for his uh, U.S. Open, which is going to be wild with the Phil Mickelson stuff. Uh, it's popped here last uh, day or so. We got our buddy Dick Girardi on Thursday morning to talk all things uh, Belmont sticks. Shime, go get him. You're playing golf today, Shime. Beautiful day. No,
0: no, no, I'm not. I got to go home. I got to take a quick power nap. And then I actually have to record another podcast with one Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens for uh, Six Rings Pod. So
1: Fitzy, Fitzy will be uh, co hosting with me tonight for an hour and a half on Monday Night. Look at that. 7th, 830.
0: Love to hear that. Good for Fitzy.
1: I got to clean my car. My car is a freaking mess. Welcome to I- my life. I left uh, – my car is always messy, Shime. Same. But, but uh, I did the thing where I forgot that it gets hot out now again. We had a week where it was super like overcast and not too hot, so you keep things in the car without melting. Mm-hmm. I had half of a very delicious uh, chocolate mint crunch, uh, mint crunch candy bar. Mm. That melted. These are mistakes
0: I don't make. I don't make <laughs> food. I don't leave food in my car to melt and get destroyed, or freeze and get destroyed. Oh no!
1: Not only is it melted and destroyed, it melted and like it's melted so much it came out of the package. So my oh, front seat has no. melted chocolate. So I think, oh I,
0: no. Here's
1: my more I'm about the go clean melted chocolate.
0: Oh no, <laughs> honey, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, my! my car is a disaster, but that doesn't happen.
1: She, my wife will not drive, and she will not. When she we drive, we take my car. Her car is the nice car. Mine's the shit Same. car, um, and so when we take my car, she will either drive or she'll get a a hand towel and sit on the hand towel. She refuses to sit on the on the, <laughs> on the passenger seat. My
0: girlfriend doesn't drive, ride in my car, so there you
1: go. <laughs> oh, that's too much information. Thank you, Shine. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: Anytime, myself.